We're going to leave this one there, but we want to talk now about uh, the return of playing and training for South African football. Just find out how far we are after the minister had given green light to the document that was presented by the JLC, which was made up of SAFA and the PSL. And you'll remember the last time we spoke uh, about this matter, we spoke to SAFA's chief medical officer, Dr. Tula Ningwenya, who was also the appointed compliance officer by SAFA to oversee the return of uh, football activities. And Dr. Ngwenya once again joins us on the line. Good evening, Dr. And thanks for speaking to us again on SAFM. Good evening, uh, Taviso. Good evening to all your listeners, and thank you for having me. Thanks, Doc. I think it's been two or so weeks after we spoke. Uh, how far now are the clubs with complying with the return to training? Um, it would be. I would. I would love to say actually I know how far they are, but uh, to be honest, uh, Taviso, I'm in the dark. I do not know. That's the honest answer. I do not know because um, we uh, we have been having some challenges in terms of reporting. But on Wednesday, we are supposed to have a meeting with the um, NSL and compliance officers together with the SAFA CEO and the NSL CEO so that we clear that out. But as, as far as that is concerned, honestly, I do not know. Mm. So maybe just for clarity's sake and for those who missed the last interview, what is your role as the compliance officer? So my role as a compliance officer is to make sure that um, the document that we agreed with, the Joint Licensing Committee document, the Joint Licensing Committee being NSL and SAFA, that, we have, that document that we submitted to, to government and government gave us the green light, my responsibility is to make sure that everything in that document is adhered to because we got green light based on that document. So, so my role is to make sure that everything is done according to what we submitted in that document. That's my role. So does it mean then that for clubs to return to training, they need to get the green light from you or you need to approve their plans? Indeed, if you you have read that um, that directive from the minister, it says that uh, NSL and the class need to write to us to tell us the plans, and then we need to then approve plans being uh, all over and above everything. They are complying with uh, testing. Testing has been done on all the players, support staff, and, and technical staff, and uh, we know how many are positive and how many are negative, and uh, we know that the place has been uh, disinfected. They've appointed a compliance officer as a club. They've appointed a, a, a treating doctor. Those are amongst other things. But I'm told already uh, by the other doctors, because I've got a good relationship with the team doctors, that some of the teams have got the green light, and I'm told they got that from uh, Mr. Murphy from the NSL. But I know nothing about it. There's nothing official that has been said to us. Okay, and as part of the JLC now, are you aware that Mr. Murphy has been appointed as the PSL's compliance officer? Well, nothing was written to SAFA officially, but that information we got, I personally got that information from other doctors who are in the who are doctors of the teams because they asked me, but now we are confused. Now there's two compliant officers. And then I said to them, no, um, we need to, because uh, you guys are under NSL. Whatever communique comes from, that comes from the NSL, you must take it as is. So do it like that. So for us as SAFA will be for us to to communicate with NSL so that uh, we, 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 we clear that confusion that is being caused by, by this uh, situation of having two compliant officers. 
Is this something that was discussed in the JLC that the PSL, the NSL and the SAFA would have different or joint compliance officers? We never got to that level. But uh, the, 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 the directive from government said um, the federation must appoint a compliant officer to make sure. And then uh, the compliant officer then will be the one that is accountable to government in terms of relaying information of what is actually happening. Hence, SAFA then appointed myself and Mr. Ngam as compliance officers. But then we were then uh, taken a little bit aback by the appointment of, of, of the compliant officer from the NS side of which it I don't think it's wrong I don't think it's wrong uh, for NSL to to appoint a compliance officer but perhaps maybe we needed to have a clear communication so that we know how we actually work together smoothly in making the process smooth mm, so then your understanding is that those clubs that have returned to training have been given the green light by the PSL's compliance officer Yes, um, I've seen the document myself that uh, has been written to them. Yes, they've been given green light by by the P, by the PSL compliant officer. Okay, now that's also our understanding. We're speaking to SAFA's Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Uh, Tulani Nguenya, also the compliance officer that we were told was appointed to oversee the, re- the, the, the return to training and playing. And we just wanted to find out how far, uh, the, how far uh, the teams are, how far are we from the return of a p- playing or training. But there seems to be a lot of confusion now with the two with another compliance officer being uh, appointed by the PSL we'll wrap up this conversation after this break but you can still send us those voice notes sport on on SAFM we are, apologies, wrapping up our conversation with Dr. Tulani Nguenya. I think I'll leave the confusion about the compliance officer because I don't think it's fair on the doc for him to answer those questions. He's only a medical officer. Doc, now, when the last time we spoke, some teams had done the first round of testing. There were a number of uh, positive tests. You said that will not really affect their return to training because those players can be isolated as long as it's not the majority of the squad. Has Have there been a return of results of the second round of training? Is it something that you are aware of now? Um, well, the last time I checked, the other people that have tested are due to test at the end of this week. Mm-hmm. They, are, they, are, they are finishing their 14 days quarantine period at the end of this week, and then they need to be tested again to be cleared to train. However, the bulk of the team that has tested negative, uh, if then we had seen the results, they were then going to be able to be cleared to actually start training. So that's my understanding, and that's where we are. The other common question that I've seen just around on social media is people want to know if the, the, the action does resume and there is a positive test, what happens? Yeah, you see, with the initial plan that we, we have had at Sabiso, it was supposed to eliminate or minimize the risk as possible. Mm. But at the moment, I'm not sure where we are. So I cannot talk much about that. However, the plan then says, should we have a positive case in the biological safe environment? The person is going to be isolated outside the biological safe environment, but in an area that is very close to the BSE, such that when they complete their 14-day quarantine, we test them, then they can come back. But over and above that, the team the team that is actually, uh, the, that player that is part of that team, the, the whole team has to be tested again and make sure that we clear everyone to continue with the games. But unfortunately, that player that is uh, positive cannot participate up until the player is cleared. 
Okay, let's see. Do we have a voice note here on 061-4104-107? We are wrapping up our conversation with Safa's Chief Medical Officer, uh, Dr. Tulani Nguanye. The, the last question, Doc, is that um, do you yes, think there's been transparency now over the the the, the um, announcement of the results or clubs are, are, are transparent in saying that we've done this test and there are so many positive uh, cases? Um. Well, again, that's the information that I do not have. The PSL compliance officer is the one that should have the, that information because as far as I'm concerned and from where I'm sitting, I do not have any of, of the results in terms of compliance, in terms of testing. So I'm actually in the dark. So I'm hoping that after Wednesday's meeting, then I'll have more light, then I'll be able to be in the position to actually answer most of these questions. Okay, we've seen communication from the sports minister directed at SAFA yesterday. My understanding of this letter is that it's clear from the ministry that SAFA should oversee this whole process. And they, SAFA is the one that should be reporting to the ministry. Indeed, it is like that. That is why we, um, I'm a bit, honestly, I'm also a bit frustrated because I do not know when I'm being asked that uh, some teams are training, but uh, you haven't communicated anything to us. That's the ministry now. I do not know what to say because I honestly do not know anything. Hence uh, this meeting on Wednesday. But it is true um, that we are actually supposed to, to report to the ministry and we are the, the people who are supposed to oversee the whole process because we are the motherboard at the end of the day. Okay, Dr. Ngunya, thanks for speaking to us. Thanks for the bit of clarity from uh, from, from what you've said to us uh, tonight. And we'll get an update uh, from the association maybe after after the meeting on Wednesday. Yes, thank you very much, Therese. Thank you. We did reach out to the PSL folks. Uh, the PSL is not able to speak again um, on this matter. So we did try to get clarity from the PSL as to why uh, they would appoint their own compliance officer when it was not discussed in the JLC. But unfortunately, the PSL is not able to speak to us. And also, I mean, why would they appoint a legal person because Michael Murphy is, 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 is a, as an advocate or is a lawyer I'm not sure the correct uh, title there but he's a legal eagle let me put it like that so why then would that not be headed up by a health official um, if it's about health regulations and safety so lots more questions than answers here it's a pity the PSL can't speak to us uh, tonight but uh, if we uh, when they're able to speak uh, we will uh, get a response from the PSL. That's how people end up making assumptions. Now, that's why people will say, ah, here there are two centers of power. Ah, the, once again, they're not getting along. Once again, the minister had to intervene. So it doesn't really help much if the PSL also doesn't uh, talk on this matter.